0: around the world good morning everybody as always it is friday welcome to around the world uh this week i am joined always by my assistant assistant uh, assistant assistant what the fuck ever i'm joined by my assistant and producer jenna wood and uh this week we're talking comedy how it's been affected by the coronavirus, how people are adjusting, and my guest is a comedian based out of Boston. Her Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter are at Tessa Abadon. That's T E S S A A B E D O N. Correct?
1: I think there's just one A, but I but I don't think it's Tessa Abaddon. He was just Tessa, Tessa Abadon. Yeah, Tessa yeah.
0: Abaddon take that take one of the A's out in the middle it doesn't matter which one contrary to popular belief um <laughs> unless there's one that you'd prefer they take out
1: uh no second or first
0: okay second Fine. or first it's completely up to you uh but anyways bring her in bring her in Tessa what's um, going on
1: how are you I'm good it's a weird time
0: it is a weird time it's a very very weird time um yeah actually before we start i do want to say this we're recording this on uh we're recording this on january 6th um wednesday january 6th uh people are storming the capital right now uh it's been a really weird fucking crazy day um i just want to say You know, I grew up in a suburb of D.C. I have a lot of friends that still live in D.C. In Arlington, a subsect of D.C. And uh, despite all this, I'm hoping this might be the last straw for people to really see the divide and come back together. And I have hope for that. And my heart goes out to the city and everybody out there. Just to to throw that into the zeitgeist. Uh, But... When, when truth hits hard, that's when comedy thrives best. I'm excited to get into these topics today. Um, uh, I mean, we've... but uh, you. Any thoughts initially on this? Like, just being, like, a, a young... Especially, like, a young comedian, like, coming out of college, like... Like, and adjusting to being almost completely digital.
1: Yeah. It's, like, it's kind of a bummer because I think just... I grew up reading all of these, uh, you know, autobiographies of comedians, and they all talk about how when they're about my age, they are doing all these open mics and getting out there. And, you know, um, I can't really do that. And I've been doing Zoom open mics, but they kind of suck and are pretty awkward. Um, However, I also have hope because like comedy is literally tragedy plus time. Isn't that the thing?
0: Yeah, so, that's the formula. As they this say. is a
1: huge tragedy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely woebegone.
0: Woebegone. I like yeah. that.
1: Thank you. Barrest Never
0: heard that. I'm say, so many words. Okay, you're losing <laughs> me with the words. Sorry, but sorry. Uh, it's all, no, it's all good. I actually want to dive back into Zoom open mics because as. You know, if you've made it to episode eight of Around the World with Tessa Abaddon and myself, and as always joined by my assistant producer, Jenna Wood. I read the articles, so you do not have to. And today's report is just a basic little briefing before our conversation today about how comedy in all facets has been affected by everything that's going on right now. So first of all, as you all probably know or could assume comedy clubs, improv th- improv theaters, sketch theaters, anything that has to, like so much comedy is live and it's all been directly affected by this because we can't gather and congregate with the exception of outdoor shows, which we'll get into. But all of these clubs and locations first are taking a huge hit that uh, Drew Weisholtz from today.com, you know, like, not USA Today, but today, he's writing about the millions and millions and millions of dollars that these locations are losing. From the BBC, Siraj Shah actually said that in the UK, some half, parentheses, 49.2% of comedy clubs say that they will face, that they will definitely, excuse me, face permanent closure without further funding or support permanent closure that's insane because it's not just a restaurant these places depend i mean everybody says that you go to a like the bar makes the money at the comedy club but like you gotta go see talent and on the talent side of it many comedians have had to do these zoom open mics or these zoom you know featured specials a lot are turning to outdoor shows but those are proving to be difficult in their own right uh, also from today it says median you know drew Weisholtz has reported that many comedians have tried outdoor venues such as drive-ins uh, clubs are suffering all over the country and navigating opening up during a pandemic comes down to a plethora of safety precautions that i didn't even think of including literally just the act of holding a mic and passing a mic off to the next comedian it's insane. And since the pandemic, this is from Vulture, from Eric Farwell, since the pandemic, talking more about the comedian side of things as opposed to the physical locations, you could probably guess that live shows have suffered and blah, blah, blah. But comics are not happy about it in any way because they're forced to be doing these these Zoom shows and take literally taking the life out of the room that so many are used to or that so many need to get acclimated like Tessa and myself if we ever had hopes of doing open mics or anything like that and uh, every other comedian on the, the, you know, every other young comedian at this age when you are supposed to be doing those things. Uh, and many of those... So uh, anyways, this guy, Eric, he interviewed 11 comics from comedy central's featured lineup that they've been uh presenting on youtube it's literally called comedy central's featured if i'm not um if i'm not mistaken but many of those interviewed are talking about how they've been rattled feeling like going on for a zoom show or going on for a live show feels like that they're going on for the first time again after so much time of just digital only content Many comedians also expressed that they learned, like, like what they learned from this experience, including learning to adapt to the elements. One of the comedians is talking about doing a live show outdoors that was next to an airport and how his timing was affected by planes going over the over the venue. Uh, You know, learning about their personal timing, pacing through the necessary specificity of specificity excuse me, of how a Zoom show works. And most importantly, learning that nothing will replace live performances. Um, So it's been a tough year and going to digital only for so many content creators, comedians and everything has proved to be a challenge in itself. And has really, I think, in my opinion, has affected the landscape of comedy. Um, I mean, Well, you, Tessa, you specifically have been doing a lot on YouTube. I mean, like, wait, can you talk about, like, I'm just curious as to, like, what your process was, like, when things, like, first started out. Like, what was, like, the first pivot? Because you've been working since Second City. I mean, we've all kind of been, you know, adjusting. I don't know. I'm just curious, like, where your first thought was.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think regardless of uh, pandemic or not, every – comedian has to try and find like an outlet or like their own voice especially trying not to be just like everyone else Mm -hmm. um so I was already trying to do a YouTube and you know messing around with some like Instagram comedy content um but then when all this happened it was like okay I instead of changing anything I was just like this is kind of a good reason for me to be doing more of it and like putting more effort into it because I uh, definitely wasn't doing school uh, as right. hard. And um, yeah, it was just like everyone around me seemed to be having this attitude of like, oh, okay, I'm going to start baking. I'm going to double down on my arts and stuff like that. And so I was just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm just going to do more comedy any way that I can.
0: That was the, I mean, it, in a lot of ways, it really is a bl- It was a blessing in disguise. Uh, ah, Maybe the, Maybe I don't want to say it like that. But the it was an opportunity in disguise only because you know there was so much time. There was so much time and like ability to just be home in front of cuz you can shoot anything on a phone, you know what I mean? Like right. you can but so much time to just be able to like be with yourself and like start brainstorming things. It's, I mean, it's like you said, I I did the exact same thing like right before I graduated. Uh you know zoom classes was like you go for forty five minutes, don't do anything, and then it, for me, it was like all right, sketches like what's next, you know what I mean, right, so like having that time and being forced to be at home was nice then, but like <laughs> I just missed the I missed the live stuff,
1: oh, me too.
0: I missed the live stuff so bad um do you yeah. what what is your what's your plan after school like are you like are you thinking like a city or are you going job first?
1: I mean, that's such a good question. Yeah. Uh, I do like, I want to do comedy and I feel like cities are uh, better for that. Um, I like Boston is, you know, the third city or something like that.
0: Yeah, uh, right.
1: Thought great comedy. I'm really bummed. I haven't been able to like go to the club that, you know I just turned 21 when everything had started happening. So I didn't get to right. go to any of like the Boston improv clubs or anything as a 21 year old makes a difference right um but i'm still yeah looking for jobs in the boston area that are comedy related Um,
0: for sure yeah i thing the thing i've been thinking about is like you know kind of going off the time thing like i've been like doing the podcast and like doing my other podcast uh my movie podcast lizard ocalypse check it out um I, I it just feels like those have been the the easy that like I kind of feel like I almost just picked like the easiest like outlet and like started working but like so you're making it, you're you're doing Instagram content you're doing your YouTube videos are you like are you trying to like get in as get your hand in as many things as possible like are you writing stand-up right now like
1: yeah I so I've never been great at writing comedy mm. uh I I don't know. I've always been an improviser and also like a writer, but not of comedy. Uh, Got it. I've just not been able to put the two together. Like I can, but I don't enjoy sketch comedy as much. So like the things I do on my YouTube are pretty much entirely improvised.
0: Just letting which is it,
1: rip. why, Yeah. Which is why stuff like uh, TikTok or something is good. Cause then you can just be like, I have a funny, stupid idea. I'm going to videotape it. And you can just right. throw it out
0: right there. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh man, I can't. No, I gotta save it. I gotta save it. <laughs> um. Uh, we're gonna have a great segment at the end. Uh, TikTok related. Get excited. We still have a bunch of time. Um. <laughs> so it. it, it imp- see, that's that's where we differ. i ne- I don't think I've like. I've never been good at improv. I'm way too in my head about it. But like, <laughs> I, it's one thing I have noticed. But yeah, I mean, I've always. Res- I I told Bridget when uh when we were talking the other day I was like you low key you intimidate the fuck out of me when we were improvising because you're you're really smart you really are like you're really yeah. you're like you're really smart and I feel like an idiot up there like has it always been has it always been like that like like have you just like are you just someone that's always operated off for of it
1: uh I would say I don't think things through uh very often okay. <laughs>
0: great Um, cool
1: sometimes to a detriment but it works in comedy or it seems to have worked pretty well it's fast Um, and
0: loose that way i guess
1: yeah i like the first time i did uh improv i was in a theater camp and we were just like supposed to be doing basically redoing sketches from like the little mermaid and stuff oh okay um and then we had extra time at the end of a the day once and they were just like you guys want to try improv and we did and like i loved it and then started trying to do it everywhere it was just like pretending
0: yeah (laughs) yeah that's a really good way to think about it i think i think do you remember like what did you like play games specifically when you were doing that like
1: yeah the one that made me uh really really go for it was freeze which is where you're like doing a scene and then someone can tag you out but I stayed up there for like a very long time like I just wasn't getting tagged out and you know I was pretty young then so I had this feeling of like I must be good at this like the goat yeah 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 it was was very exciting to feel like that type of accomplishment
0: absolutely I wasn't
1: good at theater necessarily like
0: okay yeah, I
1: wasn't, you know, singing incredibly or selling myself as Ursula necessarily. Right. So,
0: is that yeah. who you were, Ursula? Yes. Yes. Electric. Was,
1: yeah, made sense. Okay.
0: Cool. <laughs> I, I, it's, it's actually so fun. I feel like that's like the fir- That's everybody's like first game is like freeze, yeah. and I know I, I had the exact opposite. react Like when I, I remember doing like my first like community theater show when I was like eleven, and like they were like, yeah, let's do like freeze or whatever. I, I, it was just pet, petrifying. Cause you gotta, <laughs> you really gotta like, I don't know. I, I guess that's the difference between the two of us. I, it's hard to get that confidence. It's hard to get that comment. Cause he, that's the one thing that nobody wants to talk about. At least like now that now, no, what am I, what am I talking about? No, <laughs> it, it's a known thing. It's hard to just get up there. It's the same thing in acting, too. It's hard to just get up there and just, like, immediately be truthful and like, whatever you're thinking about and whatever you're believing in in that moment. You know what I mean?
1: Right. Yeah, That's I think talent. having done it for a very long time, it's just, like, my first instinct at this point. For uh, sure. Even at, like, I have trouble separating it from, like, being in a scene and just living. Uh, And sometimes I get called out for that, but... um. But it's great in comedy, I think.
0: So, when you are in a position where you're forced to write, do you improvise and then go from there?
1: Yeah. Like, I think I liked the thing we did at Second City, which, by the way, we went to.
0: We uh, did go there, yeah. Yeah, it
1: was just this little place in Chicago,
0: whatever. Um, have um, you ever heard of it? Oh my yeah, God. Yeah. Anyway. Uh.
1: Um, yeah. Oh, I liked the thing that we would do there that was like, doing improv scenes and then if some of them turn out great or you like the game that you find in one of them then you can write it down and like kind of riff off of that. Yeah. Um, but to just sit down and be like okay what's funny is a little tough for me. Like I'll take no, feel that. things come up but just like very sparse things.
0: The the thing that I valued a lot about when we were there was like, you know, we'd fall flat on our faces and like it was easy to be like as a group like in those moments where like scenes did fall flat like as a group we were all kind of like all right like that went flat yeah and like that but like you know we like we acknowledged it i feel like in the. It ramped me back up to go to theater school because, like, a lot of times in theater school, at least like where I went, like it, like something would go horribly, horribly wrong, and everybody would be like, "Yeah," like still so, you know. What I mean, it's like that. It, it's so much. It was so much more real, and I feel like we just made, like, we had the opportunity to make way better content because of that. Yeah, you know I mean,
1: yeah, I so uh, tons of respect to theater kids. And For sure. Also, sometimes I've found like theater kids or like the community to be a little fake Mm -hmm. or just feel like i don't know
0: they're constantly
1: acting Um, uh yeah i i can't have that like if i did a bad improv scene usually i'll know but like i also have a whole team that's like hey that wasn't great uh let's work on it and the thing about improv is you don't have to like go back and say the same line a different way it's like uh, what was wrong about making that choice basically
0: right I feel like I feel like in a space like that it's easier to get out of your head because like if it is wrong it can be and then we can like fix it and move on as opposed to like if you're not getting that um if you're not getting like critical feedback from or uh constructive feedback from people that you trust like yeah I feel like it you're gonna be way tighter going into like improvising improvising to create content or just improvising in general on stage or whatever. Right. Um can we talk cheap socks?
1: Yeah. Shout out cheap socks.
0: Shout out cheap socks. Um <laughs> how'd you get involved? Like how'd you get, like how did you get involved? Like what did, like what is your guys are you guys what are your shows like? Can we go through a cheap socks, cheap socks show and also oh. um adapting to this? As a, as a group in general.
1: Yeah. So, uh, when I first got to Tufts, I like didn't know what I was going to do with my life, but it was like, I mean, they really encourage you to go to the, uh, fairs and whatnot. And I saw this group that was advertising themselves as like SNL for college. Um, it was called the Institute and they were like sketch comedy. And I was like, that's me. Um, and in the auditions, uh, you like wrote three little sketches for them um, and then also did improv. And I thought I nailed the improv, but like sucked at the sketch writing. Um, yeah. So didn't get into that. But one of the guys who was running the institute also was in Cheap Socks and he was like, hey, try out for this. uh You'll probably be better with it. And I like didn't really know what I was getting into because this group is like, crazy uh, yeah very tight um it's, i don't know it's an improv group like right exactly what you think it is um and have been in it for four years and now i'm in charge which is crazy um yeah so our shows are usually like uh we'll do games some short form long form um like super high energy just like the most fun of my life i think uh, the like nervous feeling that people get before doing something high anxiety, uh, I feel like is a high for me pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> it's very cheesy, but I live off of that. Um,
0: for sure. Let you yeah. know you're alive, man. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you just feel it. Come on. No, I 100%. In front of
1: all my peers.
0: There you go. Yeah. All right.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. So they're just great. And uh I think we were getting huge crowds. Like at the end of last year we had um actually we did a like a crossover show with Isabel's school. We went to get the to, hell
0: out of here. Yeah. 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 Shout that out Isabel, so by the way.
1: Yeah, we shout um, out Isabel. Shout out
0: Isabel. One of the Incredible funniest fucking people on the planet. And That's I'll great. I'll die on that hill. Yes. I'll literally die on that hill. Me too. Um anyways. <laughs>
1: uh Uh, yeah and so we were doing great we had like huge shows and so when everything happened it was like hitting a wall because we had mm -hmm. just come off this incredible show and then all of a sudden like we were never gonna see each other again our seniors didn't get to do their last show it was like really sad um yeah and also i was supposed to be in charge in like six months and i didn't know what that was gonna look like but uh it was going to be improvised anyway. So it was, you know, we figured out how to like live stream zoom shows and they're definitely different. It's like hard to get the same energy up. I I've found from uh, not having an audience with you, but just like being on Facebook.
0: So do you, so when you do a zoom show, is the audience like in the, like in the call with you like how does that work
1: no yeah so we've been like doing a zoom and then connecting it to a facebook live stream so all of the audience is on the facebook page
0: so like Um, the so the most live reaction you have is through like like a like a live chat through facebook or right okay yeah
1: so we don't hear laughter which is oh oh heartbreaking
0: Oh my Um. God. I like, I just, I can feel that, man. I'm scared of that. I really am. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm big enough to admit it. The like, so what's the, so like, yeah. Talk about the experience of that. Like,
1: so yeah, yeah, it's been a lot of like changing and adapting, but also like, I don't know. There's some, I've read so many help self-help books in my life. Uh, And a lot of them talk about how um, through, like, hard times you're forced to be creative, which is cool. Uh, We, like, we've started doing games that we probably never would have done if we hadn't Mm -hmm. been forced into this online Mm -hmm. uh, platform. And they're fun and, like, we were able to do auditions and get two new cheap socks in, which was really exciting.
0: Nice, um
1: and we couldn't do all this stuff that was like ritual and had been done in cheap socks for thirty years or whatever, but uh holy
0: shit, you guys been around stuff. for that long?
1: Yeah, we're very old.
0: Oh my god, yeah what do you what do you usually perform it in a black box, or like do you guys have your own theater or like
1: <laughs> uh Tufts is not like theater oriented, Got so, it. so uh it's usually like a classroom that we were in, or like nice. a, a dorm hall or something like that. But we've Whoa. we've crushed some people in. Too
0: That's long. sick though. All right, way less like serious question. Like just mm-hmm. me to you. Who are you watching right now that you really like?
1: Comedy wise, yeah. obviously. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. God. I mean, honestly, I started watching Schultz Saves America.
0: What did you think of that? I love Andrew Schultz, I but like I feel him like
1: too. I want to not like him. Uh, but right. Necessarily explain that um i'm going through like a big change in who i like in comedy because i don't know i feel like a lot of the women in comedy i was respecting and loved or like i don't know if i actually think they're funny now
0: drop some names drop some names uh, drop some names
1: whitney cummings i i've stopped interesting i don't know she's loud and that's yeah but
0: you know i've never i've never watched her do stand-up but Mm -hmm. i've been watching like she's like a frequent on rogan i also just start i also just like within the last year like i wanted to be like the guy that was like nah man i'm not into rogan i just (laughs) i i you know i fell in the trap
1: but you gotta be if you do a podcast you know
0: i guess so yeah i don't know Well, I started listening right now. I have a podcast. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's like I started listening to Quinn ninety two a lot more, and now I'm wearing a folded beanie. So, (laughs) now what am I? I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. it happens. You
1: know,
0: it's all right. Do you still love me? Yeah,
1: of course.
0: Thank you, thank you, friend. Um, now, yeah, she's interesting. I've never like I'm gonna have to check out her uh, specials because listen to her as a person. She's like, I think she's so smart. Like, I've, like, I've gotten into her, like, through just listening to her talk, like, on Rogan, but I would love to see her. Uh, Do you like Schlesinger?
1: Sometimes. She's, like, another one of
0: She's pretty loud.
1: Yeah, for sure. (laughs) It's not necessarily the pitch of people that bothers me. It's, like, are you talking loudly about something that is uh, funny or important in any way? Right. For a lot of them, I just don't feel like it is. So I've been like going back to my originals, which are um, uh, Maria Bamford is like, okay. which talk about, you know, creativity. She, when she had like a mental breakdown, she started doing stand up for just her dog and just her parents at home. So she was like, I heard someone saying on a podcast, she was built for this pandemic. Uh, yeah, like exactly what her comedy can do, which is cool. Oh my god, man!
0: I, yeah. I can't, I can't imagine that either. I, I like do it. I do this podcast in my parents' basement right now, and I'm like freaking out that they're <laughs> listening to me. Wow, I have a lot of respect. What was her name? I've never heard of her.
1: Yeah, that's Maria Bamford.
0: Maria Bamford. We'll look yeah. her up.
1: She's great.
0: Um. Yeah, I mean, going back to Schultz i thought schultz saves america was great the thing about him is i think he's the first person in a really long time that actually walks directly down the line you know what i mean like like he's like he's just and and a lot like he i feel like in a lot of eyes now he's like almost cancelable Mm
1: -hmm. but like
0: but like he, I like he just always finds the way out, and especially with those shit, like the writing on the on that show is so unbelievable because it's so, like the jokes are so, just just
1: very fast paced,
0: very fast paced, and they're so true to like who I feel like this guy, like I feel like I really yeah. know him, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know, he's another great guy on Rogan. We were just talking about, uh, I, I was just telling Jenna about his Kanye West theory, uh right before we jumped on which that whole thing is insane i just have you been following that at all
1: i don't think i've heard of that one
0: the okay well well first of all i guess we're getting way off topic but i don't care (laughs) uh first of all i guess so kanye west and kim kardashian are getting a divorce
1: yeah then but
0: now i guess kanye is fucking jeffree star now
1: whoa curveball okay i'm here for this plot twist
0: I'm with it. It's the, the hardest <laughs> left turn of. It's the hardest left turn of 2020, and we're only mm-hmm. a week in. I mean,
1: yeah. And Kim Kardashian is fucking David Dobrik, so it's a whole thing. No,
0: what is she?
1: Yeah, no. Uh, oh. I just thought we were starting <laughs> slander right now.
0: <laughs> I'll start slander. No, uh, I want. I, want 100% I want beef with sc-
1: David Dobrik for sure.
0: I. You know what? I would. Uh, I would hop in on that. I would beef with David Dobrik.
1: Let's go straight to the top. I think
0: go right across like against the grain i feel like that's the way in that not a lot of people are seeing you know what i mean where did he come from i like i don't even like what what
1: you know i had to try to explain who he was to my dad pretty recently yeah because you know my dad's not on youtube right uh, or anything but like it seems like he's everywhere now you know yeah it doesn't seem like you need to have watched his vlogs to know who he is but I could not explain his origins. I was just like, I don't know. He gives out I, Teslas.
0: I was literally just about to be like, I feel like I just know him as the guy that gives out cars. Right. He's like the cat. Like I never really knew like what Casey Neistat's whole deal was either. But Ooh. apparently he's been a Like, like do do you do you watch vlogs? I've never understood the vlog thing.
1: I watch them to make fun of them in my okay, own great. content. <laughs> um God. I I don't know. Yeah, they're wild. I don't like to get too involved because I don't know, you can really fall down a rabbit hole and then suddenly you're like living vicariously through these people who like, I don't know. What are they actually doing?
0: That's what I'm saying. I get like I like I don't understand how they blow up. I mean, I guess look, people that live interesting lives are inherently interesting I guess. Right, right, right. But But you got your own question. You know what I mean? Like yeah.
1: Well, go ahead. Okay, my lifelong dream I think was just that people would find my baseline life interesting enough that I wouldn't have to get a job and I could just videotape what I normally do in a day. Yeah. Uh, And they'll be like, "Damn, she brushes her teeth. That's crazy." But (sighs) I think you have to be like significantly hotter, or like have an in or something. And right. it's like, I don't know, I or can't get people them.
0: on or get right. like, I, dude, I that's what impresses me about David Dobrik is like he's got like Sasha Baron Cohen as Borat like in it in the vlogs now, right? The 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 uh, like I mean, I feel like he had Tyson on there at some point. The one thing they did put out that I thought was hilarious and like the. Like, that's the thing. I don't know how you, like, are doing that with nothing and then blow up because, like, I understand yeah. the appeal now because, like, the video of, like, him in the full Iron Man suit, that was hilarious. Sure. Like, like when he's just having a great time, like, the truth in that, I don't know, man. I've had, like, I know people who have done vlogs. I I I just, I don't know. I, yeah, they're easy to make fun of. And I guess that's good for us because it's only content.
1: Great for me, Yeah.
0: Yeah, see yeah. everything
1: as an opportunity for content
0: absolutely so do you do you do tiktok are you like big into tiktok is that one of your like big mediums
1: i'm like pretty pretty late to starting to dip my toe in now okay uh, i'm the same way mess schmab it on uh it's just my name but Schma at the beginning
0: throwing the shmahs
1: um, yeah okay i was like a long time watcher uh but you know it seemed like this is happening, and there's nothing I can do about it so
0: this this sounds like this conversation initially sounds like 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 getting into like some type of drug or something like that. Yeah. Uh, initially, I watched from the sideline, but
1: yeah.
0: then they the passed it around,
1: I had to hit it you know
0: had to hit it, yeah, exactly <laughs> well, now are are you like super invested i i I put out a couple here and there, but like yeah. I can't stop watching them. If I get on it, I'm up until three in the morning.
1: yeah. I think I'm a little disheartened sometimes by like, what gets famous, versus what doesn't, uh, which is none of my stuff. And I'm not in it for fame necessarily, but it's like, I don't know. It takes a lot of. It's a weird amount of effort to make a very good TikTok. Like, there's a lot of shit you can do on that app. Uh, and the
0: the things that you see are like, it, it, yeah, you're absolutely insane. right. I mean. Insane! It's like how do you It's almost like how did you even think of that? Like the thing where people are like, "I'm I'm gonna try to explain this because this is solely a audio experience, I guess." But the thing, like where, like if you like m- the line comes down, it's like if you move your face, it it, yeah. it frees it there, and like people are like making hats and shit out of their hands, and and right. like, like like making themselves look tall. Man, I don't know. It's like how the fuck did you think of that? Drives me right. nuts. The the uh uh i agree with you though in the sense that like it seems like the simplest things just blow up out of nowhere but we kind of talked about that we 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 did an episode last night we were talking about content creation and uh uh because jenna went viral um
1: hell yeah congratulations
0: uh but it's like you know the thing that you can't you can't go in being like this is the one cuz it'll never be the yeah. one for some. I feel like the universe always just like donkey kicks you in the teeth at that point. You know what I mean? Like
1: Yes.
0: I don't know. I don't know. What's your favorite trend? What's your favorite TikTok trend if you had to pick one?
1: Oh man. I'm really enjoying the uh bitches off the zans one right now just cuz we made one with my dog and Oh uh, nice. <laughs> we did big stick in mouth for bitches off the zans. Okay. Um just nice i really like dog tiktoks more than anything i don't know
0: they're very uh i like dogs on tiktok uh the the one from a grip ago where you could like it was like you put like something in a shape and the little dogs would like run up and like stick their noses in it you ever see them
1: yep classic
0: so god (laughs) just a classic oh Oh, man so goddamn cute (laughs) i know I'm like swimming with emotion um uh okay well you know what this might be a good segue uh okay i don't know if this is your official title but for some reason i have this in my head for it um uh on instagram i just want to explain this to those who don't follow you
1: mm-hmm. yet yeah you
0: should uh you, you should you should um so uh every friday uh, you repost the the from what I can only describe as the douchiest post that you could probably <laughs> find on the gram, um, and it's you know all these all these TikTok boys with with the dangly earring and like the the you know uh, washboard abs and and all that kind of stuff. Which by the way, give me your honest like. I I think I'm I think I'm like morphing. Not necessarily against my will, but like, I got my ears pierced this summer. I'm like, oh, shit. you're looking at me right now. Like, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm like having these really vivid dreams about myself in, in, with, a, with a dangly earring, with a pearl mm-hmm. on the end. And I don't know, should I be concerned? Yeah.
1: I mean, I think it's like an attitude thing as well. Like you can look like that, but are you also posting that as your entire personality? You know?
0: Okay. Which is what All I right. think
1: these boys do.
0: It's also a little bit scary to me. I posted I posted like a like a walking, like not looking at the camera and like <laughs> a big brown peacoat the other day. Okay. Right, so I've some
1: live your truth.
0: All right. I appreciate that. I have some soul okay. searching to do. Um, but anyway, so uh uh yeah, so on Fridays, you're digging up. I uh, it's amazing. You're digging up like these unfathomably douchey posts from all these guys and uh ironically plugging them. Um <laughs> at, it, <laughs> if uh what what where did that start how did we get here and then i want to dive into uh uh the hottest the hottest house on tiktok uh the sway boys yeah. i guess i don't follow that anyway we'll start how, how did this start where did this brainchild develop
1: um so gosh i don't know it's called fuck boy friday is the series and okay, thank
0: god yeah.
1: initially it was you know I've had this long fascination with people who have just made what they look like into, I mean, I guess that's what social media is, but it's incredible because they amass thousands of followers, millions even sometimes, and uh, seem to be also getting paid because they can get brand ambassadorships and stuff. But oftentimes they'll post these ridiculous pictures of themselves looking, you know, quote unquote, hot, uh, biting their lip or just like showing their jawline. And their, uh, their caption will be something like, who wants to snuggle? Um, and it's just like <laughs> telling their bodies or, and, or something like that. Um, and I don't know, I did it one week and then kept getting these messages that were like, this is great, keep doing it. And so I did, because that's what I do. At one point, I tried to stop doing it. Um, but people were like, where did it go? i
0: love it man i think it's awesome i i really do i look forward to it every week um well it it really is i mean it is so would that be your definition so what's your what is your definition of a fuckboy then is it somebody that turns their look into a personality as you explained or is there more to it than that
1: yeah i mean like i think at this point they are considered also e-boys but i think the e-boy is how you dress the fuck boy is like what you think your dress is accomplishing you know fuck boys i truly think they believe that because of the way they look and what they're posting on instagram they can get any girl they would like into bed with them and it seems like there's a few that would Uh, yeah it's like this crazy culture a good
0: hand a good solid handful
1: yes at least man. a handful of women
0: at least a handful
1: yeah <laughs> um
0: is, okay wait i'm just having this thought is a handful five whoa is there a numeric value to a handful
1: i am now thinking it would be five i I'm feel thinking, like yeah go it ahead. depends no, what it is like I couldn't hold five apples in my hand, but I could hold like five, like dice. It's
0: true.
1: <laughs> but like a handful yeah. of cereal.
0: Um, yeah, like, yeah, like a handful of cereal, like anything really small. I don't know. I I just had that thought. I was, yeah. uh, I'm I'm sober. That was not <laughs> even. Like, I yeah. I'm, I'm looking on um,
1: definitions. On definitions.net, it says um, a small quantity, usually approximately equal to five, the number of fingers on a hand.
0: Ah, wow. So, so I wanna know you? I wanna know how many people are gonna be like, yeah, fucking duh, it's five. You didn't know it was five. You didn't know it was, knew five. it was five. <laughs> no, like the no five one- finger
1: discount is is like when There's you shot feeling, lift, like the five yeah. finger discount like that's that's something you
0: know mm-hmm. but man i know people people are gonna be trying to clown me like that and i know none of you thought it was five all of you just <laughs> thought it was a loose handful of something like cereal or dice as we already explained all right anyways <laughs> let's let's drive the shit back um back all right so back to the boys um uh Okay, so we have fuckboys, we have e-boys. So e-boys, I feel it. Like, all right, but, like, e I want to talk about this. Uh, we're really diving in the rabbit hole. Um, yeah, e-boys, though, one. so is that – are we it, when we're talking e-boys, are we talking, like, subsect of, like, emo culture? Is that what – I'm just trying to be a learned doctor in this field. Yeah, I think,
1: I think that it originated somehow from emo, but it's, like, a much – dressier version of it right Uh, and i don't think they listen to like emo music uh you know it's like the striped the striped long sleeve shirt the dangly earring uh like
0: emo's kind of evolved now though you know what i mean like like with your juice worlds and your little uzis and your kid laroys okay
1: this is the intersection it's like emo rap is where they have intersected and it's insane
0: it uh, is crazy i think it, i think it's nuts because it's It. it is all still completely a punk feel with like a very different sounding subsect and like and fashion sense yeah but they, but they are connected and they're taking over the world and i'm scared yeah Or am i i don't know mm-hmm. i haven't decided mm-hmm. yet anyways um yeah. uh uh that was cool sway house let's break down the sway house i i am completely uneducated in these guys i've seen uh i've seen bryce hall uh and like well like the only the only two i really know are bryce hall and josh richards because josh has the new podcast with Portnoy and bryce is all pissed off about it um yo yo he's pissed the twitter is
1: pissed you know
0: the Twitter bit—he seems like that. I mean, I don't know. He's the one with uh, the big—he, uh, his girlfriend's the like a, another huge TikTok. She's uh, I mean, uh, at-
1: was dating Addison Ray. I don't think anymore. That
0: was. I don't fast. know. Things
1: come and go. I
0: Th- things do come to- and go. I know <laughs> things. I I don't know, man. It, it's I I want to be. I want to. I don't know. I don't know anything about anything. Um. All right. I want to go through the Sway House. I kind of want to work my way up to bryce though because i feel like bryce yeah. is the most polarizing of them all right yeah, so like literally. i don't even know these i don't even know these last four guys i just want like break them down give you your opinion i consider as i said before i consider you have like a phd in these guys that you've been like journalistically following them for so long um uh quentin griggs quentin griggs uh, no
1: i don't think i've ever heard of that one this is embarrassing
0: Moving on. That fuck you Quentin Craig's. Uh uh Jaden Hostler.
1: Yes. So what I can say is that originally there was the hype house which you all may be familiar with. Then okay. there was a fallout between Jaden Hostler and Bryce. Not Jaden hosler was with Bryce and they got mad at this other fucking teenager. We have to remember, <laughs> we're all just high school kids. Uh, and they uh, split off from the hype house. They were originally with them. Uh, and they were like, fuck this. We're making our own boy's house. Ty's fucking severed. In LA, which they can do because they get, I guess, a lot of money from posting their little, little faces on the internet. Um, yeah, and so they've made the... White House, and their content that they put out is what I would consider to be heinous. I think, you know, people come to their YouTube or their TikToks just to see their faces, because you know, oh wow, angles and stuff. Um, right. But what are they actually doing? You know, you have to consider: are they actually making something I want to be watching, or am I just uh, mindlessly putting it on? Well, that's,
0: that's my question is like, what do they actually do? What is their, are these, are they just dancers? Are they hitting this? Like what? Like.
1: I believe this is why they constantly seem to be fighting because what they're doing is basically making an, can I say improvised, uh reality TV show, that's like, they're like, okay, what should we do next so that people stay interested in us? Uh, we'll drop this stupid rap song about, one of the other guys in the other house uh start this drama because you know what they do on TikTok, tock which is just their little dance is not enough to keep people coming back you know people right want constantly new juicy stuff so right they start all right. fights they start drama all that stuff
0: got it so all right so he so he's the turncoat he he's the he's the high pass turned sway house Guy, right, all right, right, so all right, now I have Noah Beck. what you got on no Beck?
1: Noah Beck I mean he's in, they're in my mind, they're all pretty much the same. the
0: same, right okay and yeah that I didn't know I'm like trying to figure out like what yeah, if there is anything that differentiates that, I just want to know why people are so interested
1: right well, I mean it's so the these kids have kept going with life it seems as if nothing has happened like the pandemic for instance Right. Um, you know people have been mad because they're going to travel and uh, you know hanging out with each other there's really like 19 of them in the hype house I think like 10 of them this way house um, something like that
0: there's 10 of them
1: I'm, I thought there I was, was like know. four there's like many that come and go all the time and they all have girlfriends or just are dating people the point being like you know, they just act like they're nothing can touch them. Uh, They get in trouble for noise complaints because they, you know, live in this LA mansion in a neighborhood. Right. But they're okay. like 18. So they're partying.
0: So the last three I have are Blake Gray, Josh Richards, and Bryce Hall.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Bryce probably being the titular character in all of this. Right. What's his deal? Why is he so. Why, why why is he so tight why is he so tight?
1: I mean I suspect he's got a, a tough he's really dug himself into a hole you know like right. I don't know about you but I would I don't think it would have been a good idea for me to have cameras on me all the time at the age of you know 17 18 for apparently no reason you know like, right. like Billy Eilish who's you know also around that age I think or just these young performers they're at least famous for doing something like their talent back it up what Bryce Hall and a lot of these boys have done is just like made themselves as a person famous therefore they have to continuously be making themselves more interesting or have more stuff and I could imagine that would suck but also I think he might be like a shitty person now Either because of that, or maybe he always was. I don't know. I wouldn't want to interact with him.
0: Uh, We're sitting, you know, and like as much as I want to sit here and just shit on them, by by many, I feel like by many's definition, they're doing way better than me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's incredible. I'm, let it be known, I'm extremely jealous.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'd be lying if I said I wasn't either. The genius of it is just like the, like the ability to – I think that might be the genius of it. Like what you said earlier is like think about like going through high school and like all the bullshit that you look back on is like, damn, why the hell was I like that? I was so emotional. I was so yeah. rattled by this and that, blah, 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 blah. And then it's like you said, they just threw cameras on it and then right. got a little luck and took yeah. off.
1: Yeah, and keep in mind also, this is the first like time that something like this has happened, that people yeah. have just become famous from very young ages for just being who they are. We have no idea what they're going to do when they hit 20, uh, even. Like, yeah. I feel like they're peaking so fast. And that's yeah. why I didn't get famous early. I had the opportunity, but I was just like, no. Nah.
0: <laughs> hey consciously passed it up like a true professional uh tessa uh uh, this has been great i've i've loved i'm back in this video it's really good to see it um if you ever want to come back please please do we can literally chat it up about anything um fuck yeah let's go okay (laughs) i think we i think i think we broke down a lot of uh i think we broke down comedy just now we solved comedy
1: it's fixed
0: it's fixed it, it never had hope before. No, it yeah. had a lot of hope. Um, uh, folks, thank you so much for coming back. Um, we, I have a bunch of more stuff coming this year. Uh, it's two K twenty one. Uh, what, what, what is our theme, Jenna? What's our theme? It's chase the bag two K twenty one. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's chase the bag two K twenty one. Everybody's chasing the bag. Uh, whatever bag it can be a paper bag. Uh, it's gonna have money in it. Uh, get your bag this year. Uh, yeah, Tessa, by the way, did you know it's Chase the Bag 2K21? No, I'm stoked
1: about that, though.
0: Yeah, that's right. The bag. We're all going to get the bag this year. We already that's decided. Good, Everybody's getting the bag. Uh, uh, we'll be hopping on Indeed.com and LinkedIn uh, soon to get our bags, because uh, yeah. that's what we as young comedians do when we don't know what other jobs we want. At least I don't yet but anyway uh yeah anyway thank you for coming back chase back 2k21 lives on uh next week i'm gonna have a guest and we're gonna talk about something else and it's gonna be fun so keep coming back um uh follow us on instagram uh follow tessa on instagram Te- Tess t-e-s-s Abaddon, correct Let's go. I got it right. (laughs) Got it right there on the second half. Hopefully you stayed. All right, folks. See you next time.